This is the Test Tube Podcast. Hi, I'm Deck Monroe. Welcome to the Test Tube Comedy Podcast. Thank you very much for downloading it. This is the recording from April 2011. It starred Romnesh Ranganathan, Peter Buckley Hill, Joanne Lau, and the pros from Dover. First up, Ramesh Ranganathan. Take it away, Ramesh. Hello. Very excited to be here. Now, imagine if you will, been involved in a disaster of that magnitude. House has been swept away. The relief that will go through your system to know that Mr. T's not wearing his bloody jewellery anymore. It's a little bit random, isn't it? Do you think people from New Orleans are going to flick on the telly and go, oh no, Mr. T, don't want all that heavy gold that happens again, you'll see Mr. T. Which case really should be walking around with a pair of those inflatable armbands on. Going, up. give me the fool that doesn't have any points he eats. I was so astounded by that story. I actually discussed it with my mum. I said to her, you've seen this. Mr. T stopped wearing his gold chains because of Hurricane Katrina. And I'll, I'll never forget her response. She looked at me. She took off her glasses. And she said, why can't you be a doctor? <laughs> I don't know if, um, if you guys know much about uh, Sri Lankans. Uh, but, but one thing that's true about many of us is many of us have or will work in KFC <laughs> or 24-hour petrol stations. And I, I can tell some of you are nervous now, you're feeling the tension. But actually, that's fine. It's not a racial stereotype. That is a national geographic fact <laughs> I've actually just given you. Uh, this is a problem for me because often when I was a teenager, come home from a night out, drunk and horny, wouldn't have pulled. And I think to myself, what am I going to do? I know I'll, I'll pick up some late night pornography, copy of Asian Babes, or as I like to call it, Babes. <laughs> <laughs> so I take myself down to the 24-hour petrol station to pick up one of these late-night publications. Who should be behind the counter but my Uncle Raj? Hello, Ramesh. How are you doing? I can't. I can't. I can't. Buy pornography then. Got to pretend I'm there for something innocent. Like a cheese and onion pasty. See what I can do with that. Quite a lot as it goes. <laughs> okay, take care of yourselves. You've got a good night ahead of you. I'm Robert Shane. Good night. Robert Shane. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. The next act is Peter Buckley Hill.
is not. However, once you reach 60, there's a great, greater frankness. You don't have much time left. Fewer games are played. And I met one particular one. Not, not the word go-gag, different one. <laughs> Yahoo. Full at first meeting, in the bar, fully closed, assured me that she had not lost her libido of the menopause. And, to prove it, for additional sexiness, she habitually wore thongs. <laughs> I like thongs. Largely because I don't have to wear them. <laughs> I can if I want. <laughs> One mental image too many. <laughs> For additional sectors, she wore thorns and you couldn't stop her at this point. In the pub, fully clothed, total frankness. Not only that, but for even more additional sexiness, she had shaved her pubic hair into a landing strip. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded promising. Was, in fact, very disappointing. This woman has clearly never flown a light aircraft in the jungle. <laughs> Because if she had flown a light aircraft in the jungle, she would know that a landing strip is a long, thin, clear strip with vegetation either side. <laughs> Not a long, thin strip of vegetation with clearings either side. That is not a landing strip. That is a hedge. Tyrannosaurus Rex, because to me, not only is he like a mean, scary predator, right? I also think Tyrannosaurus Rex would just be the most annoying dinosaur to talk to, because um, everything he said would be in inverted commas. <laughs> He'd just like run around chasing all the other dinosaurs all day, like, wait, stop, I just want to talk. <laughs> I can stop. Um, see, I, I've got a Chinese mom, they're amazing, you should get one. <laughs> they're really cool, because they're like tiny and they look wear tacky designer handbags. But, um, I think they use all that loneliness to hide the fact that they're completely emotionally dead inside. <laughs> no. um, 
<laughs> he has read this recent article in, like, I think it was pretty much everything. It started in The Guardian anyway. It was about tiger mothers. It's about how Asian mothers put a lot of pressure on their children, more so than Western mothers. And uh, it's like Western mothers will focus on building up their child's self-esteem and empowering them, like, good things. Whereas Chinese mothers will just focus on performance, even to the point where they have to ridicule their children to get them to perform. That's okay. Uh, and I thought it was interesting, because I was totally raised by like a tiger mother like that. Um, yeah, except for she just got carried away with it. She just enjoyed the ridicule. She didn't care about their performance. <laughs> I remember, like, as a sensitive, acne-ridden teenager, walking into the kitchen one morning, and she's like, what's that on your face? Right? And I was like, um, that's it? And her only response was, why? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because I had like this, this like really overbearing mother and stuff, I've grown up incredibly shy in real life, like, especially around guys. Not ugly guys, obviously, because who cares what they think? <laughs> Which, that, that's actually fine, because I'm dating an ugly guy, so it's all good. Um, he's really sweet, he's like, he's, he's really sensitive about his weight, and he's been, he's been trying to lose weight in the new year recently, and I've been like, you know, honey, you don't need to do that. That's not why I find you unattractive. <laughs> That's the house fine, isn't it? <laughs> anybody who wasn't on stage having a boat at least that much before the start of the show? Anybody? Anybody? Can you put your hand up there? Just three? You're a man. <laughs> That's amazing. That's absolutely brilliant. It's probably cider as well. Just cider. What you did there, in case anybody didn't see that, was you went, just cider. <laughs> it's just cider there. Just nothing. Just three pints. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Maybe what we should do later on is the two of us, it won't be me, but maybe, maybe two of us, and by that I mean the biggest and the strongest other man in the room, should wrestle <laughs> That'd be an awesome setup. How was your night? Not bad. I saw a man wrestle. And then drink probably three more pints of cider. <laughs> okay, so here's how it works. That's brilliant. The room's back. Go on. Um, so the headline act are the pros from Dover. Here's how we're going to do it. Everybody, if you would, if you'd be kind enough to whisper their name. Whisper their name. Never jump the gun. <laughs> Two beers, no more. <laughs> so if we all whisper their name. Pros from Dover. Pros from Dover. Bit stalker, isn't it? Pros from Dover. Pros from Dover. And then start clapping slowly. Start clapping. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're absolutely lovely. You're fantastic, brilliant headline act of a fantastic, wonderful, lovely pros from Dover. straight out with this, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's me. <laughs> what? I'm not well, Walter. Well, I mean, what's that got to do with me? Quite a lot, you see. I'm not well, in the head, and as such, 
Turns out you're just a figment of my imagination. <laughs> I sort of made you up in my head, so to speak. You, know. you don't exist. Look, I've got no notes here. That's ridiculous. Look, I'm, I'm right in front of you. Look, I'm talking to you. Uh, no, you're not. Yes, I am. Uh, trust me or not, Walter. <laughs> trust you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not taking the word of a madman. I mean, you're mad. Yes. You, you make people up. Yes. Look, I mean, look, couldn't you get some help? Uh, I see a psychiatrist or something. Uh, I'm afraid it's too late for that, Walter. I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm talking to a figment of my imagination. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not right in the head, all completely gone. And I can prove it to you as well, first of all. Uh, first of all, Walter, there's your name. Walter Wall Carpet. <laughs> no one in the right mind would have such a silly name, would they? No. Secondly, have a little look behind yourself, Walter. What do you mean? Uh, bloody hell! Yes, it's, uh... it's David Hasselhoff as a young man. <laughs> Walter David David Walter. Hi there! Uh, uh, hello. Thank you, David. Now then, do you believe me? Um, cigarette? Uh, no. No? Moustache? Uh, no, thank you. You won't mind if I do? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm trying to give the damn things up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Now do you believe me, Walter? As I say, I, uh... I'm very sorry. Well, this is this has come as a bit of a shock. Yes, I, I imagine it's come as a bit of a shock. A shock? It, yes, imagine, of course it's a bloody shock. Yes, at least I imagine it is. Try and say the actual jokes. <laughs> April's Test Tube Comedy Podcast. 
It was a fantastic night. It would be lovely if you could make it down to one of the future ones. Typically, it's on the second Monday of the month at the Canal Cafe Theatre in Maidervale. A lovely pub, lovely people, lovely comedy, lovely you. Hopefully see you there. Please also check out the website, www.testtubecomedy.co.uk. This podcast was sponsored by Cheese. You've been listening to the Test Tube Podcast. Here are some words. Um, Elephant, apple, orange, test tube, comedy, 